Hey everybody, it's your girl Charlotte Van Horn, Black Expats in Panama, by way of the low Glassville, New Jersey. You know it's right here on BlackJetRadio.com. How y'all doing? Listen, I know y'all really enjoyed the show um, last week, and as promised, I'm coming to you with the part two of that show where we are talking to Black expat educators living in Panama, in particular, Gorgona. And um, we're just talking about their story, their experiences as Black expats, and then also giving you some information about the, um, you know, providing an education for your children if you should decide to become a Black expat here in Panama, and just a whole lot of other good nuggets and love up in this show. So, we have Darren and Sherry Salter and Greg Lowe. And guess what? I ain't got time to sit and chit and chit chat and smile. Okay. Because we have a lot to get to, to finish up this conversation. And I know y'all been waiting a whole week. Okay. For the balance of it. So I'm not even going to hold you any longer. Let me just get it together. Y'all know the deal. Just hang on tight. And I'll be right back with Darren. Sherry and Greg. Hey everybody, it's your girl Charlotte Van Horn, Black Expats in Panama, and I'm coming to you today to make sure that you know about our new Black Expats in Panama community platform. That's right, our BEEP community platform, or BCP. That can be found at blackexpatsinpanama.net. Just click on that link that says join the community. There you will find businesses, groups, as members, you'll be um, privy to events. You can have, you can sell things with the classified um, section. You'll get exclusive information offering and interviews. You get discounts on Black Expats in Panama, meetups and tours and ITA global um, events as well and so much more. So go over there, check out the membership, see which one is right for you, and let us know if you have any questions. Thank you. So tell me this. You did, um, you know, Greg, you did um, the, the Cub Scouts, you know, when you were growing up. It sounds like you're very active in the community that you have now. And you must have met a woman somewhere along the way, because I hear you talking about a couple of children. <laughs> we don't know what that. What you say? I said, we don't know what that. We good. <laughs> no. I have two beautiful, I have two beautiful daughters. Um, and I actually did a podcast with a friend um uh about this maybe a, a year or two back. Mm. Um and it and I think it deserves its own talk about okay. international dating because mm -hmm. it's not just interracial, because maybe you share the same region or the same country, right? And it's it and and it's not just it's literally international because you could be the same race and be from different countries and it'd be totally even though you have some connections you guys are so separate 
Yes. You know, and I think that deserves that its own podcast episode. I, can <laughs> I, I guess I guess that's a hint, Charlotte. He said he want to come back that's again. Real. But I, 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 and I'm making a note. I'm making a note because I can relate. I mean, my husband is Panamanian, and we're we're black. We're we're both black, yeah. and he identifies black. Does not all Panamanians do? You got some Panamanians that say I'm Panamanian, and I like, hey, I respect yeah. you. you identify mm-hmm. however you want to identify, but my husband definitely identifies as black. But baby, it's not just date like dating a regular black guy, <laughs> mm-hmm. because the culture, you know, and and uh, quite frankly, my husband is much kinder than I am. <laughs> I mean to tell you, Caribbean, Latin, you know, that's the thing about Panamanians. It's all that mi- mixed up. And you have a strong like family family ties. Mm-hmm. Oh my yes, goodness, ma'am. you got the double whammy here, you know. And I didn't know how I was going to survive initially because I mean his family is just like word up, you know. You, you would you know we would just be here or like family just really didn't think to like say what's up, how y'all doing, what y'all doing, we coming by. They just show up, mm-hmm. boom, yeah. sticky, boom, <laughs> you know. And I'm like, well, where we going? I mean. Look, I'm in my pajamas. I'm chilling. I'm not, not looking for coffee today. Um, so those kinds of differences. So I absolutely understand. I understand exactly what you're saying. And yeah, maybe we do need to do um, a show about that. However, you met somebody. You had some lovely daughters, and um, yeah. and you're happy in Panama. I am ecstatic. Like Coach said, he he found that uh, you know this was his home. And, and I, I feel the exact same way. And it has only, my roots have been cemented more, not only by my daughters, but because of the Salters, you know, because it's, even though they're, like I say, they're not blood, they're still family. They're from my wow. culture. They know me for 30 years, you know, so they know me. And that's what, even though I have my friends here and they're like my best friends, and I love them. There's nothing like I can go over to the house after the show. Yes. And I'm going to give me a little something to eat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that's what it is. That's what it is at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. You know? And and so I, I, I love the school. We are a school that's 8 to 3, August to, Jan- uh, to June, and Monday through Thursday. Yeah. That's With a, snow days. <laughs> being no electricity days, right? Uh Because the Panama will cut out the electricity like that and not warn anybody. (laughs) Those are our snow days. We just had one of them last week, Yep. you know, where we get to sit out in front and we just, the people come in that haven't read the messages. We're just like, no school, no electricity, can't, no. (laughs) That's our snow days. Charlotte, um... I do want to I do want to mention one thing that was real big in bringing us down here, and it's something that's not not spoken about a lot in our town of Plainfield. Um, there was a, there was a switch, there was a cultural switch, and being in the school system, you could see that switch. But if you have the love of children like we have. A lot of those children, because they did not speak English, were not treated well 
Okay, so and that was another reason why we came here because we wanted to learn the coaching. With that being said, um, one of the one of the when I first got here, we went to Chirera. And a friend of ours, he was from Venezuela, fair-skinned, okay? And he took us to a restaurant, a Caribbean restaurant. And I am, I was raised woke. You know, my, my father, let's sit down watching like it is every, every, <laughs> every Sunday. <laughs> what? And so, you know, we went into the restaurant. They had, they had the Malcolm, they had the posters hanging up and the Malcolm and, and some other things. And the chef came out and she came to take our order. I'll never forget this. And she came to take our order and we were getting ready to give the order, but we did not speak Spanish. I cannot say this enough. If this is gonna be for our, our people, learn different languages. Because she took my arm and she pointed to, she pointed to my skin and she pointed to her skin. And she said, you know Espanol? And I know. But now this, 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 my friend who was not of the culture had to translate for somebody who looked like me. And that just tore, that just tore me up. So that was one thing that I'll never ever forget how important it is for us to be humanistic is the word I, I make up. Instead of being compartmentalized in, in the culture that we are, cross cultures, even if you don't get a chance to travel. Travel, like you said, today, you can travel virtually. Travel in your mind, travel in your spirit, okay, and get to know the rest of the world. I had to say that because that's in my spirit. That was something I will never ever forget because I'm black, she black. And we could not communicate. It's a connection. It's a connection. Yeah. And and you know what else is interesting about that? I'm, I'm glad that you um, mentioned that is because guess what? People do not expect us to speak other languages. People do not expect yeah. us to speak other languages. And uh, I find that offensive. You know, and, and what I don't like is when I'm trying to to, to speak the language and then somebody would just cut me off and, and speak English to me. I'm trying to, to be a part of, you know, my new country and mm -hmm. I don't like it when you like, you know, to me it's like saying you don't speak good enough, you know, Spanish right, right. to speak to me. And I don't like that because it takes a lot of courage for us to do that because we know we're not rolling the R's right. Mm -hmm. You know, we know it ain't sounding like it sound when they speak, you know, I mean, the Panamanians sing when they speak. So, um, you know, I think that it's important that we do, that is like one of the, the, the biggest ways to connect to the community. And I'm, I'm a communicator. And so when I'm in a place, I mean, I, the, the Spanish has overwhelmed me. At, at certain times, especially I'm, I'm doing mm -hmm. so much better now that I'm here now. But I also started another group called Cafe and Conversation. And every fourth Sunday, I think it is, every fourth Sunday, we get together and uh, with other um, Panamanians 
and mm. other foreigners who want to learn English, because you have a lot of people from Venezuela, Colombia, you know, that are here, Nicaragua, DR, and we get together and we practice speaking English and Spanish over coffee mm. and, you know, uh, coffee and food. And, and we get to promote local restaurants as we do that. And you could tell some people get up, it's informal. People get up and I have a little cheat sheet. And there are some people I said, wow, this is the first time she ever tried to speak English out loud. Mm-hmm. And it's awesome. And some of them, I'm, start, I'm going to start bringing like, most improved awards because I'm mm, like yeah. girl, <laughs> same girl last month because they get encouraged to learn more and there's so many amazing Panamanians are very friendly you know for the most yeah, part yeah. how many times have you been in a situation where you'd be like you know what and if me and that sister could like really communicate that we would be good friends you just know by body language and Thought I mean energy from people, but you just you just can't connect with them on that level because of the the language. So I'm excited that I'm learning more, and I don't realize how much I've learned until I'm hosting people from outside mm. of the country and I'm translating. Back, mm. back. Look, we in the so restaurant and they well. no, no, no. what she has said was <laughs> <laughs> yes, they but that's one nothing. thing. That's one thing Greg uh, told me because I I was always afraid. I'm like, oh Lord, I, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna end up somewhere and I can't speak Spanish. Mind you, I tried to take Spanish two or three times, and he said to me, he said, Miss Sherry, don't worry. He said, um, wherever you are, if you can't, if you get hung up, look for the first black person. Uh-huh. Looking at him, I'm like, yeah, okay, right. And it happened. I'm in Price Smart. I think the first, we had just gotten here. And so, you know, you hit that card one time too many, and it's like, uh-oh, you didn't tell your bank that you were going exactly. to Panama. I was so excited, I didn't even let anybody know. And so that was, and I, could, I couldn't make heads or tails, and I'm trying to tell the woman, I know I have money, we have money. And so finally, I looked up, and there was this tall black man <laughs> that worked at Price Smart. And he walked over and said, can I help you? And I thought I would pass out. Yeah. So he was able to translate. And thank God, uh, Greg was in the parking lot waiting for us, wondering what, what, what took us so long. And so he had to put the bill for that moment. But then I got on the phone and got with the bank. But he it was true. He said, just look for the first black person. I'm like, and yeah, it okay. it used to be more so. But there came, there came a time in Panama where they forbade English. And so, whereas it used to be, it was across the board, Black people over right. by England. Now, like, you know, my husband, as he started to come back, he was like, I'm shocked. You know, he would go up to some Black people and they'd be like, you know, no, I blah, it's for you, uh, mm-hmm. English. Mm-hmm. And um, he'd be like, really? Because back in his day, everybody Black spoke um, spoke uh, is English. So because of those mm-hmm. Caribbean backgrounds, yes. you know I mean, in yes. the West Indian backgrounds, mainly they spoke they spoke English in the home. So, I mean, this has just been an amazing conversation and um, I love getting the the different perspectives from each of you. I love sharing about um, the schools because with Digital Nomad, um, you know, being a thing now, um, since COVID, like you said, the numbers of the students have gone up. 
significantly, we have options. That's another reason to get your passport. Mm -hmm. And your kids, everybody. You know, if you if you have a passport, your kids should have a passport. Yeah. I think my passport just before I wanted to go on vacation. Even though my first passport, I got it at the same time with my daughter. But you know, you need to be able to take this if you have to flee the US and I, I yes. caught news like you know right before this broadcast and I'm telling you it messed me up. I'm like I can't even hardly watch the news in the US because it concerns me so yes. deeply. You know, but we need to have a, a way a way to escape if necessary. And if you don't have a passport, you're not going anywhere. You might leave yeah. your you might leave your state, but you ain't leaving that country without no mm -hmm. without little blue book. And after a while, they're going to start uh, pulling back on some of them. You can stay six months. You mark my word. Too much money, too many people leaving the U.S. And yeah. the U.S. and not even officially leaving the U.S., just making those border hops. And, you know, the IRS going to be like, where are money? And, and things are about to change. Mark my word. So anyway, let me just say this. I would like for you all to just give our our um, listeners the some some advice if they want to come to Panama and engage in the international um at international schools. And I know Greg, with you being a VP, you might be more pro privy to process. So, what mm -hmm. tips can you give them? Um. So the first thing I would say is, uh, definitely go like as uh, any other school, go on a school tour, ask him, ask them if they have a trial period. Um, our school, you could come in for two days. Uh, uh, the students could come in for two days and shadow a student of their age. Um, make sure you have all the details. Make sure that, if, especially if you're coming to Panama, that the school is certified by the Ministry of Education. Because if, is it, if, if it is not, and you transfer to another Panamanian school, you're gonna get tripped up. Ask if they have an, uh, uh, what, of course, what grade levels they go up to. And if they don't have, if they can't get a Panamanian diploma, how is their process to getting a international diploma, whether it be from Canada, whether it, it be from England, or whether it be from the United States or wherever? And if those diplomas are applicable for uh, uh, to other uh, schools, like let's say if they decide to go back to the United States, um, those are the real big things um, for our people. And it, it's a really big thing to make sure that you see people that are common, uh, that have like the same skin tone that you do. And I'm gonna be real because Unfortunately, when I started here, there was a lot of discrimination because I was the first black teacher uh, to a lot of the students mm. and a lot of European students. And uh, the Salters can contest to this as well, but uh, it was not only from the students because the students were a lot more laid back, but it also was from, were, was from the parents, mm -hmm. right? So diversity should be a big, uh, a yes. big thing. Um, uh, very quickly, uh, my uh, uh, I, my daughter was out with her mom, and um, she was on the beach. And my daughter, even though her mom is a Latin, has very brown skin, mm -hmm. right? I, mean, I would say a little bit more chocolatey than yours. Straight mm -hmm. hair, 
but browner skin, very brown. And so uh, she was at the beach and she went over to a girl with a shell. And the girl was sitting there. Uh, her mom was like a little bit further away. Um, she went to go get the shell and my daughter's like uh, 15 months old. So she walks over to her with the shell. She taps on the girl. The girl taps her on like, and looks at her like that. Ooh. And then she moves her shoulder. And then she looks to her mom over at the other side and says, mm. the girl was white or but white Panamanian or something. Rubbing his skin. And oh. my, uh, the mother was, was, was taken way far back because she didn't understand. She didn't, she's Latin. Yeah. And she had no idea uh, mm -hmm. what was going on until that happened to her daughter. So I just wanted to, you know, uh, to let you guys know. So diversity is a really big thing. It is. You know? Just and so I'm glad you know. that you say that because, you know, a lot of times we as expats, and I, I have been really rallying against this whole Panama is perfect thing, you know, this it's illusion. Not that I think that some black expats in Panama and other places like to give about the countries that they're in. This is not the US, but this is not perfect at no. all. And racism exists here, just like it exists in other places. Now the US, I swear they created it and bottled it up and sold it everywhere. But here you still have those you know, situations. And, and I think that for us as black people, you know, I like I was we were saying before the, the show started, I feel that we have PTSD and we come to places with a chip on our shoulder. For real, for real. Mm -hmm. That's that's where we go wrong. We go mm -hmm. wrong, you know, go wrong in thinking that it doesn't exist. That's number right. one. But the other thing is to you go wrong thinking that that's all that exists. So if somebody coming at you and there's a problem, like, what's up? What's up? You taking your earrings off, <laughs> you know, putting <laughs> on and whatnot, because you think somebody has treated you differently because you're black. I say I've learned for that not to be my default. Not to say that every time, because in the in the US, it's a default. And a lot of times it's correct. Straight right, right, right. right. Here, I try not to let that be my default. I got to see, I got to look at it a little bit more closely. I have to try to, you know, in this case, it's probably ignorance. You know what I mean? Just ignorance. And some people mm -hmm. from European places or, you know, they get surprised when they see Black people. You know, they're not used to dealing with us. People, depending on where they come from, just different things. And sometimes it's a difference between ignorance and racism. It's a difference. You know, and for me, country buck, you know, coming from some real ignorant um, points of views in my life and probably still do in, in some in some aspects. I, I can understand that, but it's good to know what you just said.
Have you put in place the tools and marketing strategies that will drive the revenue and growth outcomes for your business? Are you looking to expand your brand and image nationally and globally? Commercials, podcasting, graphics, and marketing support are just some of the ways we can dress up your business for prime time. We are EliteConversations.com. To learn more about us, check us out at EliteConversations.com, our website, email us at ecpodcastmedia at gmail.com, or call us at 301-900-5703. There are many people that need to know about the wonderful products and services you have to offer. Let Elite Conversations help you to get the word out. Let me ask you, is there a waiting list? Do people have to deal with, like, say, a waiting list to get into your school? So right now, well, well we uh, we have uh, open matriculation. Um, I would say that pretty soon we're going to have a waiting list because the class sizes are just too big. Our mm -hmm. class sizes are before the pandemic, I could say, were no more than 15. Mm -hmm. Right? Am I right, guys? Yes. Yeah. But after, since then, because we're constructing, and um, if you need pictures, then I'll, you know, I'll show you pictures. But yeah, uh, since then, our class sizes have ballooned to twenty sometimes. Because mm -hmm. I have your grade level. I have a whopping um, eighteen. And can say uh, for her grade level. Um, but there is no waiting list. But maybe in the near future, um, if they were say coming down before June. And there may be a waiting list. Are y'all seeing black expats joining your school? Yes. And it's yes. beautiful. Mm -hmm. And they come down and they see us and they're like, ooh. Ooh. Yes. Yeah. Ooh. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's different. And that's exciting too. It is. Yeah, that's it exciting is. too. Because more that's of us exciting. are coming down. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But so, it's growing because they're still building. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's still building on the property. Okay. So it's, it's, well, I've never had 18. Mr. Greg has had large classes because he had large rooms. And so I was looking the other day and I'm like, whoa, there's 18 of you. Where did what you come do you from? Teach? What do you teach, Sherry? English. Uh, well, humanities, we have human, uh, humanities blocks, that's English and social studies. And then I also teach STEM which is science and math. Mm -hmm.
Have you put in place the tools and marketing strategies that will drive the revenue and growth outcomes for your business? Are you looking to expand your brand and image nationally and globally? Commercials, podcasting, graphics, and marketing support are just some of the ways we can dress up your business for prime time. We are EliteConversations.com. To learn more about us, check us out at EliteConversations.com, our website, email us at ecpodcastmedia at gmail.com, or call us at 301-900-5703. There are many people that need to know about the wonderful products and services you have to offer. Let Elite Conversations help you to get the word out. Awesome. So tell me, if, if people will want to know, and you can just give me a range, um, like a, a, what does it, what is the range for people to bring, have, have their students go to that school? What is the price range? So the price range, you have to pay a registration fee every year. For us, it is currently $350. Um, and that's more or less. Uh, we may raise the tuition. Um, just because of inflation and, you know, mm -hmm. that's just how we do and processing. This is a beautiful school and we want to keep it beautiful. So we got to pay our workers. Yeah. Um, and the cost uh, is um, three uh, three thousand five hundred, uh, excuse me, three thousand four hundred spread about 10 payments. Mm -hmm. So okay. there are 10 quotas, uh, 340 a month. Now, mm -hmm. if you pay upfront the whole month, there's a little discount. If you pay half, like for the half of the year, there's a little bit discount, right? But if not, it would just be $340 a month. Um, per student. Do you have family per student, discount? And then, yes, if you have, uh, if you have after the first student, the rate drops. So now I think it's like, it's like five, it's if one student is 340 and then five students like four, excuse me, 540 or 550. Mm. So now here's here's a question that is 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 sensitive, especially to, to us people from the United States, because we never like to talk about salaries. But let me ask you this with regard to not your salaries, but just in general, like for somebody, because that's the other thing. You might be in the U.S. and you might think that your salary is meager because we, let's face it, we do not pay teachers enough in the United right. States. But what can you expect in general for like uh, a range of, of pay for teachers that, that come to Panama to teach? What does that look like? Well, it all depends on the school. Obviously, schools in the city uh, I get a lot more. You're, we're talking about International School of Panama. You know, they're making near uh, American prices, okay. um, but their tuition is $1,000 to exactly. $1,200 a month. Yes, the tuition, um, so the, the tuition is very reasonable. Exactly. So, um, but uh, as far as we go without completely divulging the salary. Yes, yes, yes. Um, if we were to put it into Panamanian terms, then we would be classified as middle class. Okay. Like comfortably middle class. Okay. But it all depends on uh, what you're living on and how you want to live it. You know, my house doesn't really have AC, but then again, I don't really need it. My house doesn't have a water heater because I don't really care. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? 
I wash my clothes in, in you know, in cold water. But a person might want to, you know, that's going to up your electricity bill. That's yeah. going, you know, and maybe if you want to eat out every so often, that's what you do. You know what I mean? When the lady yeah. at the house for me cooks every day, and I'm good with that. And maybe on Fridays we go to pizza. You yeah. know, so it's all about like the salaries are are comfortably middle class. They are manageable. Yeah, I bought a brand new car. But yeah. I did save money from when I went to the States to work. Okay. But I'm paying it off with the money that I earned here. Yeah. And I still have my house. So mm -hmm. it, it works. It works. It's so great. Great. Can you, because you touched on it a couple of times. Uh, Charlotte, I don't know if you, this young man right here, this young man right here is, is grinding. So can you tell, you can you tell me, Charlotte, what you do during the summertime? So... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I am. A, I, I hustle a little bit. So um, I told you I was a swim coach. Um, yeah. In the summers, I go back to the United States. I'm a lifeguard supervisor for the Plainfield Public Pools. So yeah. I manage about 30 lifeguards there. Um, because, like Coach said, it's a bilingual. It has turned into a bilingual community. I'm an asset because yeah. I'm black, but then I also speak Spanish. So you get that credibility from the both sides. Besides that, I do private lessons um, in swimming. I'm a swim coach on the side. And um, I don't know, coach, you're trying to throw some mouths. I used he to work at- uh, and, and, a, and a masseuse, a license. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. I did massage, yeah. yeah. massage therapy. Yeah, I'm a licensed massage therapist. So, you know what I mean? There's money to get, you know? And that's something you can do in Panama or do you do that in the States? Yeah, I do that. Uh, I, I was certified here in Panama, and then uh, I uh, did it in the States for maybe one or two months for like three or four years before this pandemic. Yeah. Wow. That is awesome. So let me ask you, this is going to be a part two. I'm sorry. My interview is so long, <laughs> but look, when I, when I got people on here, I, I just get greedy. Okay, I'm going to ask you one more, one more thing. Do you see yourself, you know, Maybe leave in Panama one day, or what? What? What do you say? Like, if if you had to think, what's your next ten years? Boom! Do you guys go first? Boom. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let me say, Charlotte, love it. Love Panama. Um, I give you the answer that I give to everyone. We are here because it was God's plan. And so the answer to that question is 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 in God is in God's hands because because we never we yeah. came we came from, we had we had to be here for two two years we came with a two year contract and now and, and and this is year seven and so there's work to be done it's comfortable there's no other place in the world that's as beautiful to um to me. Than, than Panama when you throw in the people and you can go from country to country. So the short answer to that is, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And it, it, we love the children and grandchildren, but both of us, we, you know, but this is our second marriage, you know. Mm -hmm. And so both of us would never have left if our parents were still living. We already talked about, we knew that. And okay. so when I met him, his dad had passed away. My dad had already passed away. But my mom, who was always on the go, then she started, you know, she was up and about and then 
So we were like, we probably would have never left if they were still living. And so, but once they were gone. Yes. I had that conversation too, because I, I, I would have never been here. I would have never been in Mississippi to meet my husband, which is how I often right, right, right. If my mom had not passed, because I would have never went that far from her. Right. So, and that know, was the same thing with, with us, the same yes. thing. Yes. Um, so what about you, Gregor? Gregory? Well, mm -hmm. my, my situation is a little bit different because I got, you know, two daughters. One is three and a half. Um, and then the other one is uh, 15 months. So uh, leaving is out of the option. I believe that, you know, whether we're together or not, you know what I mean? We still going to be there and that uh, kids need, you know, two parents. And so I was thinking that maybe if everything goes good, you know, they hit that last two years of school <laughs> and then I'll try to get them in the U.S. to see a little bit of high school for real. But I'm good. I'm good. I love Panama. I love this mm -hmm. school. I'm good. Too and and I think uh, I'm 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 with um I'm with the Salters. It's like I just feel like you know people say to you when you say you're moving to Panama, they say, "Girl, you going you going forever? Are you going permanent?" I'm like, "Who does that?" You know, it's like I'm going to the next thing. You know what right. I mean? I'm gonna be in right. Panama until it's time for the next thing. You know, I'm here. I am content here I, I honest to goodness on a on a many a day my husband get get tired of me because i will wake up in the morning kiss him right on the lips and i'm like dude i am so grateful to you for just giving me this mm -hmm. life um mm -hmm. i am so grateful just to wake up with just the peace and joy in my heart you know um greg talked about not needing all these things and that I think that's kind of one of the first things that I recognize, you know, being in a different space. I don't need all that. I mean, mm -hmm. me and my husband, we used to have a 6,000 square foot house and race, mm. each other to, race each other to get a shower first in one of the five and a half that we had. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, who's going to get the shower first? We got five and a half baths mm -hmm. or like that. We only use one, um, you know, and then downsizing. Get rid of all that stuff and just seeing the excess in our lives. Mm -hmm. Right, it was, right. It was devastating for me. And I, I, I mean, I wasn't a quarter. Didn't think I was anyway. Um, but when you just look at all the things that you don't use, and now I think to be able to have such a much simpler life, you know, mm -hmm. and what's so, what's so deep too here is that. You know, me and my husband, we have worked hard all of our lives. We've been together to be 30 years this year. Mm -hmm. And we worked together, we worked hard all of our lives. And how is it that we get to the place where neither one of us has to work? Of course, y'all know I work. My husband is completely retired. He helps mm -hmm. me breakfast back in Panama and whatever. But for the first time ever in my life, I don't have to work. You know, for the first time ever, it's like, we don't need two incomes to survive. You know, my husband handles everything. I'm mm -hmm. like, uh, what Eddie Murphy, <laughs> Eddie Murphy used to talk about Johnny Carson's wife and how, <laughs> you know, that we have like $40 million. She says, and here's my 75. <laughs> <laughs> $40 million, $75. You know, <laughs> never thought I'd get to a place 
that I didn't have to work. And just mm -hmm. that by itself, it just gives you such freedom and such peace of mind. I'm learning a new language. I'm, I'm going, I'll be 60 soon, you know, mm -hmm. and to be able to be using this, my brain and then compartments in my brain that I wouldn't be using otherwise. They say it's really good to try to learn a new language or do something new like this at this age because it keeps your brain active. Right. You know, fight off, you know, forgetfulness and all that kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, I want another residency, y'all. I do. So I explore, you know, Mexico, Belize. Mm -hmm. And when I find a place where I feel like when I get there, I feel like I'm home, just like you said, then that's when I know. I, it's like, what's in your wallet? I love right. to right. things can change. Things can change. And I don't want to have to go back to the United States if I don't want to. You know, yeah. people talk about yeah. not People talk about giving up their citizenship. Nah, listen. Like I just said, I'm almost 60 years old. I know better than talk about what I ain't never gonna do, but I just don't see mm -hmm. that for myself. You know, it's like that's like that's like a scorn look. You have to go then you have to go back to the US and you got a scorn lover. <laughs> like US be like a scorn lover say, I know you wanna leave me. <laughs> collect them passports, Charlotte. <laughs> collect those passports. Collect those passports. I don't think people really understand the, the importance of, of yes. the, the phone. Yes. The passport. Yes. Power yes. the passport. Yes. The residency. The card. Because you got to be a citizen to get the passport. And mm -hmm. I'm, I'm yes. not really ready for that anywhere. I, I'm, I, the U.S. is like family. Okay. So to me, it's like you and Greg, y'all are family. You are what you call family that you choose. Mm -hmm. You know, the U.S. Mm -hmm. is it's just the same way. It's just like that's your family. So that right. that's your family, regardless, good, bad, ugly, indifferent. Right. Exactly. That is your family. Panama exactly. is the family that I've chosen. Mm -hmm. U.S. will always be my first family. Yes. Say it again. U.S. will always be my first family. But Panama, I love the fact that I've been able to choose another family. It's yes. And I want to thank each and every one of y'all for um, being on the show with me and just for being mm. pioneers. You thank know, you for having us. HBC News. You read our brothers and sisters when they come. You know, they must get the biggest smile on their face. I know. Mm. When I, especially this dude, Vice Vice principal, hold up. You know, they be going to the court and could you believe that young brother? Uh -huh, that's right. They be doing fist bumps and everything because it just it just adds to that I'm home feeling. Mm -hmm. You know your kids are gonna yeah. be all right. You know what I'm saying? You know your kids are gonna be all right because not only are you black from our first home. Yes. You know, exactly. you're from my first you're from my first home. Mm -hmm. So I thank each and every one of you for just your contributions. And um if you want to just um leave us by saying how to get in touch uh with you, particularly uh you, um Greg, the name of the school, the website. Uh, uh Charlotte, before you yes, do that, sir. yes, we would be we would be remiss without saying thank you to you for your platform. You know, this is the second event that I've actually been, I, you know, I turned the volume, I said to Sha, I really like her. I really like you, you, you yourself are doing it. 
and it's people like you yes. who blaze the trail, you know, for the for the word to get out. Yes, we've been here. We've we've done, but trust, Greg. Have you ever had this opportunity to do anything like this? Nope. So, Mama, mm. Mama, Mama, you doing it? <laughs> so we want to say, so we want to say thank you so you. much. And I, this is what God has planted me here to do, just like you said. So until He say the next thing, exactly. I love it. I love, right. love, love what I'm doing. I do. Every day it gives me great joy. And I don't don't get me don't get me emotional because I'm gonna <laughs> tell you something. People that don't understand when somebody says that, when you say to somebody, when somebody says to you, I'm in a really good place, I just wanna cry because I know what that means. You know, I know what it means when somebody say, you know what, I'm in a really good place now. You know, because not all of life is that way. You know what right. I mean? So we're going to have some good places. We're going to have some. But to know only people that have ever experienced peace and joy understand when you say, I got peace. You know, mm -hmm. I have peace and I have great joy in my life because you cannot put a dollar amount on that ever. Amen. So listen, I love you guys. Thank you so All much. Right, I'm going to be coming you know? that way. I want y'all to come. Matter of fact, next month, uh, when we come in in April, I want to um, connect with y'all in Gorgona when I bring down the group. Okay. 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 Thank you so Don't... much, guys. Uh, Greg, 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 you didn't get to say, Greg, you didn't get to school. BCISPanama.com. Gotcha. All right. Thank you, guys. I'll All talk right, to you later. You. Bye. Have a good night. Thank you. So All, right. All right. And there you have it. I told you that show you know, just didn't disappoint, did it? I mean, it was so rich. It was so rich. I really appreciate the fact that, you know, Greg was really keeping it real with us with regard to, you know, how he was treated and perceived by some Panamanians. Because one thing that I don't like is that I feel a lot of expats romanticize their new country. And they want to give you this impression that things are perfect. It's not. It is not. And if you don't think that racism and isms of all kinds exist throughout the world, I think that you're being naive. And so I'm glad that he brought that to the forefront. And yes, we talk about that. And it's not the same as the U.S. However, comma, these things exist. They really do. I saw something you know, recently that was, you know, kind of disturbing um, happening in Panama where a man said that he was denied a job because they told him he was too Black. Um, I didn't really post it because I didn't really have confirmation. It wasn't like it was him telling his story and there wasn't another side of it. Um, but I mean, I'm not saying that I doubted it for one minute, but I just really couldn't, you know, confirm things. And so I have to be responsible about what I'm posting. But like I said, it's not that I don't believe it for, for a minute. You know, there are some times when I definitely feel that there's some of that going on. Now, I have learned not to go for default with that. You know, I've learned for that not to be my default. And if it is my default, I pull it back and then I, I try to look at it from different angles because we as African-Americans, we know what racism looks like. 
you know, and a lot of times, you know, people will say, no, I didn't mean it that way, but we know, okay, we know, let's just keep it real. Um, but anyway, aside from that, there's a lot of good happening here. I appreciate their um, commitment to excellence in education and uh, we'll have their um, the links available under this, um, the brought when we send out this broadcast. And I just wanna thank them for being on the show. As always, I wanna thank my main man, Daryl Spears, Lead Conversations Podcast Media for you know putting my show together for me and also making sure that my voices throughout the world, our podcast, Black Expat Journey is everywhere. I mean, everywhere. So just um, follow us at Black Expats in Panama. We're Black Expats in Panama everywhere. Black Expats in Panama underscore TM on Instagram. Whole lot going on. So stay in touch, okay? Listen, I love you. I love you. I love you. Y'all take care. I will see you next week. Be blessed. Stay encouraged. And keep it moving, baby. Charlotte Van Horn, Black Expats in Panama. Ciao.